Happy Monday, my podcast family, and welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry, all one word. Today we're on Promise 15, and that promise is salvation. I'm going to read three verses which support this, but you know there are numerous verses in the Bible that support God's promise of salvation. But we're going to look at John 3:36, which states, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. John 5:24. Very truly I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged but has crossed over from death to life. Romans 10:9. If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now this may seem like a no-brainer promise, but honestly I felt that it was something that we need to remember. God does promise salvation to all those who believe. To all who believe. But some may say that God is partial and that he discriminates, which is one way of looking at it. I just think it's the incorrect way. Don't you find it interesting that God gives us choice? He actually allows us not to choose to follow him. And I know you may be thinking of the words that Paul stated when he says, for those whom he knew he called and whom he called were predestined, which may give the impression that we don't have choice, but we do. But this is how I look at that statement in that predestined aspect of it. God is all-knowing, is he not? He created us for fellowship. He exists outside of time. He knows everything that's going to take place within everyone's life, every second of the day. He knows it all. And he also knows who will and will not accept him. But we don't, right? Therefore, we are still to be his disciples, allowing our witness of, and of our relationship with him and what he's done for us to be used by the Holy Spirit to draw other people to him. Right? But he, he knows how they will respond if they want to accept him or if they don't. It is his knowledge that I think Paul is referring to in that predestined aspect of it. And some of you, you know, obviously may disagree, but it isn't, it isn't that we are predestined. It's that God just knows what it is that we will do. God knows who will respond to his call. He knows when and how. He knows who, who's going to accept Jesus He knows who's going to go beyond salvation to allow him to be Lord over their lives. God knows all that we will do, not us. And so when I I read that we have been predestined, to me it just means, well, God knew that I'd be doing caregiving as a ministry. (laughs) I didn't know that. 
God knew you would be listening to caregiving as a ministry. God knew you would be a caregiver. God knew you would be a mom. God knew you. God knew. We didn't. We have choice. And like I said, others may think that, you know, think that statement different. But when I analyze that statement, then it's if if God has predestined certain people, then how could he send them when they sin? How can he then send them to hell when he created them, them not to accept him? You see, that doesn't make sense. Right? And if that were the case, then how could he be a good God? And he is a good God because he gives us choice. And that's why time and time again, he's putting himself before people. They're rejecting him until the until they cannot reject him any longer. Until they're on their deathbed and they decide that they're going to die without accepting him. Or on the deathbed, they finally do. God never stops extending His promise of, I am here to save you. Just believe. Salvation is offered to everyone. And everyone has a choice as to whether they can accept or deny. But you, my friend, and myself, we accepted his salvation. And as a result of that, we have eternal life. And having eternal life is securing and it should bring us peace. I know it brings me peace, but it isn't meant for us to stop. For us to stop being actively engaged now in this world. It's not an excuse. Once saved, we don't just get to sit back and wait on God. No, that's when we're to draw closer to him to find out what our assignment is. You know, the purpose that we talked about a promise that he's given us. He may be calling you to something. I know he's called you to something. Caregiving, right? (laughs) There may be some other things out there. I guarantee you there are. Say yes. Take a chance on God. He's extended himself to you. You know your story of what, of how he pursued you to get you to the point where you accepted his promise of salvation. So take a chance on him. You've been saved today by the power of Jesus Christ through his death and resurrection. And the promise is that you now have eternal life with him. Rest in that, but don't get stagnant in it. Use that to fuel you to further your relationship with your Savior and to find out what God has for you to do. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for the promise of salvation. The promise of not allowing us to stay <laughs> dead in our sins or to, to, to stay in the old self, to, to stay in a mindset that isn't pleasing to you, to stay in a mindset that doesn't allow us to be all that you've created us to be, to stay in a mindset that keeps us separated from you, that keeps us from knowing who you are fully. Thank you for the promise of salvation that you put in motion through the birth of your son, our Savior, and then through his death and his resurrection, which fulfilled the promise of the reconciliation being made available to all. We thank you, Father, for helping us say yes. Thank you for being our God. 
and for loving us enough to extend eternal life to us. But we realize, Father, that that isn't it. Because if it were, then once saved, you'd immediately, immediately call us up to you. But you haven't, because you still have work for us to do on this end. And for most of the people listening, that work is caregiving right now, amongst others, probably. And so we surrender to your will. Help us to walk victorious in this season of caregiving. Help us to remember that you've given us everything that we need to accomplish this. And when we feel low and burnt out, just help us to remember we can call on you. Help us to choose you each and every time. Thank you for your love. And thank you for salvation in our Savior, Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. All right, my podcast family, go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus.